Don't be constantly on a high. You don't want to be bouncing off the ceiling, whether you're live or virtual. It's too much. Hello, and welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, two-time best-selling author, and your host for this podcast, the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Now, this is different from some podcasts in that we look for the characteristics of a million-dollar speaker, and how to reach a million people, and how to make millions doing it. And today, I have a very special message for you, and it's all about enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, master your message. That's right, enthusiasm, master your message. And I'm going to take you through eight ways that you can use enthusiasm to master your message. But first, let's just talk about enthusiasm as a speaker. Do you know enthusiasm is power? And any speech can be made more powerful if presented with more enthusiasm. That's right, more gusto, more excitement. So often as speakers... People will relax, especially if it's virtual. They sit down and all of a sudden they think they're at a board meeting, you know, doing some sort of a discussion instead of some sort of a speech. And it's important for us as speakers to always remember that we are performers as well as informers. Again, we are performers as well as informers. So how do you keep that enthusiasm up? I'm going to give you again eight ways. So number one, whenever you speak, now these techniques will work whether you're live or virtual, but where I see people fall down in the department of enthusiasm seems to be in the virtual world. So focus on these techniques, both live and virtually. And sometimes, of course, live can be a little easier to do than it is virtual. So really focus on making sure that these come alive when you do your virtual speaking. So number one, share your passion. Yes, you are speaking because you love what it is you're speaking about. You love what it is you do. Well, share that passion with your audience. Make sure that they can feel it, that they can see it, and that they can hear it in everything that you say. Number two, move your body. Yes, in the virtual world, it's a little more challenging. But guess what? You can get a stand-up desk and stand up and move around. Let us see more of your body and you'll be free and you'll feel like you're giving a live speech because it is a little easier when we're live. What are we doing? We're standing up when we're live. 
So move your body. If you are live, move with a purpose. Think of a person you want to get close to and walk over to that person. Maybe they're in the front row, maybe they're on the side, but move with a purpose. In the virtual world, just move, period, right? Don't move off screen, but stand up and have some movement and some excitement under your feet. Number three, Use descriptive words. As speakers, that's what we've got. That's our tool is our words. So think about your words very carefully, the ones you're going to use. And I'm not talking about using million dollar words that no one can understand, but use vivid word pictures. So instead of saying the word house, say the word home. House just looks and in our mind's eye as, as just a stick house. But the word home, boy, that has a fireplace and curtains and flowers and family. So pick your words that will have more of a vivid word picture for your audience. Number four. Don't be constantly on a high. You don't want to be bouncing off the ceiling, whether you're live or virtual. It's too much. So even though you'll have enthusiasm, you still want to have vocal variety. You still want to come down when you're telling a story. You want to go up when you're excited about something. But make sure that there is variety, vocal variety, that your pitch is not the same, that your volume, that your tone is varied as well. Number five, no notes. Hello, 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 hello. No notes. Oh, my goodness sakes. I tell you, I've been teaching public speaking for over 18 years. And there are some people that just insist on notes. Notes are a boat anchor. Notes are going to be wrapped around your your feet and they're going to pull you under. Do not, do not use notes, whether you are live or virtual. Now, if you're doing a 30-minute speech, I always teach my clients, no PowerPoint, no notes, nothing. You can use an outline that might be your handout, and that is it. Why? Because notes will become a distraction. If you have them in your hand, waving them around, if you have to stop and even go to the lectern and look at them, we see that. Everything is magnified when you speak, whether you're speaking live or virtual. It is magnified. So we can see that you're going to your notes. Now, there's one time... I saw this speaker that was a keynote speaker. It was in when I was in corporate America, and I'm sure he got paid a handsome fee for his speech. Now, he had notes already set on his lectern before he came out to speak, and he had a glass of water on the lectern. And at some point during his speech, he walked over to the lectern looked down at his notes, took a drink of water, and moved on. I tell you, it was a class act move. The only reason why I saw it was because I was sitting in the front row. 
If you feel like you're ever going to need notes, use that technique. Have a glass of water, buy your notes, and, you know, just really, um, you know, carefully, I should say, uh, look down and glance at your notes so people do not notice. Otherwise, they become a distraction. When you are not in your own room, in other words, you're a guest in somebody else's room and you're only doing a 30-minute speech, I also recommend no PowerPoint. That's right. It might seem terrible to you, but no PowerPoint. Why? Same reason. PowerPoint is a crutch. You're going to read your screen. You're going to want to read everything. Don't do it. Just connect directly to your audience. Just you and them without distractions. As a speaker, you need to know your presentation inside and out, frontwards and backwards. There's no need for notes. If you're a million-dollar speaker, you don't need notes, and yet you will know your presentation. You will become the script. Number six, use props, especially if you're in the virtual world. But there are a lot of fun in the live world, too. There's lots of props that you could use. Use anything that's going to be specific for your speech. But you can use things like big glasses. Um, you can use uh, cheerleader pom-poms. You can use pictures, all kinds of things. Be creative. Make it match your speech and your presentation and make sure you practice with them. You do not want them to be a distraction. You don't want them to upstage you. And you don't want them to like, you know, kind of be a mess uh, somehow and mess up your presentation. So because people will be looking at it. They'll be thinking if something dropped and made a mess, they're going to be thinking about that. So make sure you practice with your props, hone them in and have a lot of fun with them. Number seven, tell stories. Yes, if you want to have that enthusiasm and you want to master your message, storytelling is vital. Become a million dollar storyteller. Teller. Take some storytelling classes. I know I have. I've mastered storytelling and I've I've given storytelling concerts and I've even been paid for storytelling. So master it, get trained in it and use stories. Now, there's four stories that you must have in most presentations. Number one, of course, is your professional story. That's the story about yourself that'll earn you the right to be speaking, that'll create credibility and expert status. So that one is important to have in every speech, no matter how long or how short your speaker time is. Another story you must have if you're selling, and that is a testimonial. Yes, a testimonial, someone you worked with, someone who succeeded, someone who struggled, and now they're succeeding. Always have success stories. Two other stories, these are optional, but you want to have a story with a lesson and a, an emotional story. Now, emotional stories don't have to be boohoo stories. They can be funny stories. So there's the funny things that happen to all of us all of the time. So one of the things that happened to us recently was my, my husband is a, a bum magnet. And he'll attract 
people from clear across the parking lot. So one day we are in the going to Vons and there was a homeless man sitting in front of the Vons store. And he reached up to my husband and he said, can I ask you a question? And my husband said, sure. And he said, what is the greatest nation in the world? And my husband said, well, it's the United States, of course. And the homeless man said, no, it's donation. (laughs) And my husband gave him 20 bucks for that one, right? So there's things that happen to us all day long that are funny and humorous. Bring those to your speech. Bring those to your presentations. Number eight, practice, 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 and practice some more until you become the script. That's how you will master your message and you will never have to use notes again. You will practice for one hour for every two minutes of presentation. That means in a 30-minute talk, you would have practiced 15 hours. That's how you master it. And that's how you can bring the enthusiasm back into your presentation. You want to rehearse so much that you push through any type of feeling of memorization to the other side. It's just like when you're riding in your car and you're listening to the radio and the song comes on and all of a sudden you start singing it. Well, when did you plan on memorizing that song? You didn't. You just heard it over and over and over until finally you memorized it. You became the song, you became the script, and it just was automatic. That's how it will be when you practice one hour for every two minutes of speech. And of course, I'm talking about practicing out loud. Yes, not in your head, not when you're driving your car, not when you're doing something else. I'm talking about the old fashioned standing up and speaking it out loud so that you can hear it, your brain can hear it, and eventually you will have it and you will be that script and you'll never ever have to depend on PowerPoint, notes, outlines, or anything else. You would have mastered your message. So that's my message for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Come back again next week for more on how you can become a million-dollar speaker. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review, and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.